Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 348 and I'm very excited to have Brady Patterson back on the show today. Hi, this is Brady Patterson. You are listening to the Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm super excited to have Brady back on the show. I loved our conversation, how to magnify your results with ease. So if you have not checked out episode 347, I highly recommend you do. Today, we will be talking about why you should not stop with a person in front of you. And Brady has some really interesting advice for this that opened my eyes. So I hope it will open yours as well. Brady Patterson is a multiple best-selling author, international speaker, and survival trainer. Currently, he is a director of strategic partnerships of the number one joint venture network for coaches and consultants, where he teaches entrepreneurs how to build a solid referral network for their business. Also, where to find those partners and how to generate six or even seven figures through cultivating authentic relationships. In case we have not met yet, I'm Christine Schlonsky, the host of Heart Sales Podcast, where I talk with inspirational, successful, heart-centered entrepreneurs and business leaders about how they have built a wildly successful business. Past guests include, obviously, Brady Peterson, as well as Bob Burke, John Lee Dumas, Brian Kurtz, Melanie Benson, Natalie Ladwell, as well as Anne Wilson. I hope you enjoy today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Heart Cells Academy, where we support heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs to redefine sales. So if you love what you do and sales is a challenge for you, we can show you how to sell with ease, how to transition into the sales with grace, and how to close with confidence while having fun, making a lot more money, and most of all, having a lot more impact. So if that is for you, check us out at christineschlonsky.com. So let's dive in today's episode with Brady Patterson. Well, I am so super excited you are back on Heart Cells Podcast. Welcome, Brady. Thanks for having me back. I love talking about joint venture partners and partnerships and how this can really work for everybody's business. I don't, I don't think there's a business where this wouldn't work really. So whatever people learn in this episode, they can go and apply in their business. But before we dive in, I would love to know what means heart sells for you? Oh, I like that. I think probably heart selling just being real. You know, if, if I, I got known with my coaching when I, or when I'm making offers to if somebody's not a fit, I, I have no problems telling them and coming from that place that it's more important for me to be able to, or for, it's more important for them to be able to make the decision uh, based on their actual needs rather than force them into something. Yeah. Nobody, nobody needs more gadgets, gizmos, trainings or whatever, unless they actually do. And it's, and it's in their best interest if it's in their, their highest good. And I think yeah. that that's yeah. the, the foundation of heart cells. Yeah. Great. Great answer. Thank you so much. And, do, you know, oftentimes we do get inspiration from books or maybe even YouTube videos. Is there like a book? I'm quite sure you read a lot of them, but a business book or maybe any other book that really inspired you on your business journey? 
Well, I, I think it's probably been said a million times. I probably have a dozen I could, I could cite, but the four hour work week was a huge influence on me. You know, that yeah. was, that was one of the, the first books. Cause it also introduced me to the second biggest book, which was um, meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And between those two books, uh, I learned so much about business. Wow. Yeah. I, I have, I have, I don't know the meditation one. So cool. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. The four hour work week was uh, quite remarkable and I just, I'm going through a bit decluttering. So um, when I cleaned out some boxes where I had books, I came across the four hour work week and I made sure I put it in my bookshelf <laughs> so I can read it again because it has been a while. And I just remember I was still in my job and I read it, how much inspiration this gave me. So I, I can highly recommend it as well. So talking about partnerships, because I learned that partnerships make your life easier when done right. So if I am a coach, a healer, a consultant, how do I go about it? Like, how do I approach people? I cannot go to an event and talk to everyone and say, hey, do you want to promote my stuff? Yeah, well, what's, a, what's a good way to go about it? Like, maybe you have like the two mistakes or biggest mistakes or the two things you'd really need to avoid. And then also giving some kind of advice of what to do. Well, probably the biggest mistake people make is stopping at the person in front of them. So they start to have a conversation and explore, maybe there's potential here and right away, or even 30, 40 minutes into a conversation, they just, they, they realize there's nothing going to happen here. We're, we're not a good fit and they get off the call and it just, that relationship dies. It withers away. But what, if you, if, if you really want to grow your network and your connections more effectively, the, the better thing is to, is to continue to deepen that relationship and find out who you can support each other by introducing each other to. You already both have existing networks. Even if you're just getting started, you know people. You know, you, and if, as you meet somebody else that you're maybe looking at as a potential partner, you wanna, they know people as well. And maybe you don't have a fit together. Maybe it's a, your audiences don't match. Maybe there's a, like if you're using a technical, like the lists don't fit, right? The email list is not a good match that, you know, for different products or the, or the buckets, whether they're in, maybe they're in real estate and you're in, in, uh, in um, uh, health and wellness, right? So maybe there's not a match there, but you have, you probably know people in your community that you can introduce each other to. And so if you get into that, situation, you can just say, Hey, look, it looks like we're not going to have fits, but let's have a conversation about who we can introduce each other to, because I think that there's some great potential within my community. I know some people here's, uh, you know, this person and that person, um, do you know them or would you like to know them? You know, and, and that way you can start to expand your network at the same time. And so the biggest mistake is always people not, uh, stopping in front of them. It's not not stopping. It's where they just stop at the one conversation. And then yeah. the second part of that is they don't follow through or follow up. You know, they have, they have the conversation, you make all the deals, but there's no follow through. And that happens a lot. And it happens sometimes it's because the person has no systems in place. Sometimes there's technology. You never know what's going on or why somebody's not responding, but it's really important to follow up. And like, I know your process, for example, with the, with the, uh, the podcast is really good. You make sure that the person follows up, that there's a, a system in place for you to make sure that things happen the way they're supposed to. And that's important in all JVs, because if you don't follow up and follow through, then nothing happens. And then that conversation was a waste for likely both of you. 
the people involved, the, the clients aren't necessarily getting the attention or the products that they need or deserve or um, could benefit their life better. And so it all starts to kind of disintegrate. So those two, those two things are probably the biggest mistakes and problems. Yeah, I, I love that. They're so, so important. So just because some people might think like with a follow-up, like I cannot pressure the other person or maybe they are not interested. Do you have like an elegant way that people can use or walk on so it's easy to follow up? Well, I template everything. So I, you know, I, and I, I said every, the easiest way is to put it into the calendar. So usually on a call, when I'm booking something with somebody, let's say I book a promotion with somebody, if I'm going to follow that up, I calendar everything on the spot. So I, I actually will ask the partner, Hey, let's open our calendars right now and put this in the calendar and I'll schedule every single step. So if we're sending for a webinar and there's three emails, I'll be like, okay, email one for the webinar should go out on Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific time. It's in my calendar. Is it in yours? Right. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. Email two should go out on Wednesday at 6 a.m. Pacific time. And it's in my calendar. Is it in yours? And I'll go through each and every one. That way it's in the calendar as, a, as an actionable task, right? So that we know it's happening. So, it, and things in the calendar tend to get done, at least yeah. in my experience. So, so that removes that problem. And so I can, I can reach out to the partner later on and be like, Hey, some, let's say something didn't happen. And I'm like, Hey, I just checked the traffic from today's promotion. And I noticed that no links have gone out. Has the email gone out? You know, no. Okay. Well, what happened? Oh, it's not in my calendar. I'm like, really? You know, it's like, okay, well, is, is your, is the calendar entry, is the email in the calendar for, for Wednesday and Friday? Like we agreed. Oh yeah, they're there, but I must've missed the one on Monday. Okay, no problem. I always tend to look at systems being the problem well before I look at people because I tend, you know, if technology breaks, things happen, but usually it's a system that causes the issue. And so if I know that it's there, I, I don't have a problem reaching out. And most people are pretty thankful because usually they're going to earn re revenue from it. So if they're going to earn some, some income from supporting you, then it's nice for them to, be, to, to keep them on track. Mm, yeah, totally. And, and that's a great topic that we you just kind of threw into, into the pot, so to speak, uh, earning income. Mm -hmm. So everybody's probably, my guess would be, most people are excited about earning some income. So if I have a program that I want to promote and I want other people to help me to promote, how can I kind of structure this so it's attractive for people, but I'm, you know, I'm making sure that I have enough revenue left for myself. Well, that's a can of worms. So it, it's <laughs> I like they ask the hard ones. So the, the whole thing around structuring a program uh, for searching an affiliate program for, for working with partners is that it really depends on the volume of work involved for yourself as the person creating it. So kind of standard in the industry is if it's a fully digital program, there's, it's all recordings, there's nothing going on. You can easily pay 50% of the revenue from the sale to the partner as they're, you know, rewarding them for promoting your products, you know, 40, 50%, 50 is pretty normal. I've seen 40 as well. Uh, and that's, that's one thing. But as soon as you start adding live classes, one-on-one uh, co -on -one coaching, that number starts to decrease dramatically. And so it, it can go as for, all of a sudden it goes from 50% down to, you know, maybe 30%, maybe 20%, maybe 10%, somewhere in that range. And it also is related to the price of the program. So if you have a $497 program, it's fully digital. 
maybe it's no problem to pay out 5%. But if you have a 5k coaching, uh, 5k or $5,000 coaching program, where you're doing, you know, regular calls and things like that, all of a sudden now paying out 50% of that is, you know, is not an effective use of the promotion. So maybe now it drops down to 20%, maybe it's 10%. And I've had in some cases, depending on the, the level of the program, like I've seen $25,000 programs that they pay out like 3%, right? So they, the, it really is a spectrum. And at the end of the day, it's kind of comes back to like your whole intention with, with heart cells is like, where, where is it? Where is it a fit? Right. What is, where is this fit for you? How can you give better service to your customers? And if it means giving away more money to take care of your partners, and it still allows you to do, be the best partner and the best coach possible or the best, uh, um, service provider, then you, you start to look at where those, where those levels fall and feel good for yourself. Yeah. And I think that really is a question that I, I know I have thought about this a lot and I know that, um, you know, discussing with my clients as well, when they start finding partnerships, I always tell them, well, find something where also your partners feel rewarded. I mean, that your soulmate clients are probably going run around and, you know, bring people to you all the time, not asking, not expecting anything. They're just so happy that you help them to get massive results. But then when you have it on a more strategic level where you are asking other people to share their audiences with you, you have to find a way where you have a reward system in some way, shape or form. And then it's always, well, how do I do this? How, how can I make it so it's really attractive? And I do get that maybe that extra promotion, that extra email, that extra Facebook live or whatever it is, because a partner feels so valued and is so excited about the value that your program brings, but also the additional value of some extra income. And um, yeah, as you said, it's a can of worms. It's really, really tricky. So I, I loved uh, your insights on that. Thank you. Yeah, and it, it can it can go so many ways. It's it, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a topic that's near to me because we we do a lot of it. I mean, JVs, uh, affiliates, these kind of things. Like they're they're a big part of what I do, and you do, you find ways to reward people, right? Sometimes if you're, you need a last little boost, you can, you can start trading other things. You can look at what is it that serves the partner that helps them. Okay. They're going to, you know, they're going to do a, uh, a podcast episode for me, or they're going to do a Facebook live or something like that. Okay, great. Can I bump their commission, you know, or, and rather, rather than looking at it from individual pieces, I look at it from the perspective, like for the promotion, what's the best thing that's going to happen if everybody did a Facebook live, if everybody did a podcast episode, or if everybody sent that extra email, what would help them? What would incentivize them? Like you were saying to do so, maybe we bump the commissions. Maybe we do. If somebody gets out this thing today, then we, you know, we send out Apple watches or who knows, right? Something that gets the attention of your partners. And I've seen that happen and work incredibly well, especially in, in the, in a launch model where people are doing like the PLF style stuff mm. that can be incredibly effective. So it really, again, comes back to like what, if you know your partner, you get to know their motivations. And if you know their motivations, you know, the things that can help support them to grow and, and, and help them actually step up in the promotion. So some people like stuff, some people like more content, some people like uh, more credibility, you know, there, there's different things that they're looking for. And if you can touch on those pieces in the things you're putting into, in, into the reward system uh, inherently, then it'll help your partners be far more successful for you. 
Yeah, yeah, awesome. And just I would just want to touch really quick on PLF, just in case some people might not know what that is. So it's product launch formula by Jeff Walker, which is an, an amazing program. I haven't taken it. I've only heard good things about it. And I've seen quite a few launches structured this way. Very impressive. So yeah, if you want to know that, just Google product launch formula and you you find your way. So what's the difference, uh, just to clarify, between an affiliate and a joint venture partner? Perfect. So I would, I'll start with affiliate. So an affiliate is essentially a, someone that gets paid to promote you. So it's kind of like, they're like a form of advertising. So somebody has an email list or a social following or something, and they're promoting you to the, the, your, your product to their audience for revenue. Where the joint venture comes into play is, it, it, and joint ventures can look like a number of things. It can be, hey, we're buying a house and, and or hey, we're together as an investment property. It could be we're buying a business together. So joint ventures is a much more broad topic, but in the internet marketing kind of coaching experts world, JVs usually refers to two kind of one-way affiliate deals where we're supporting each other. Now that can look like a lot of different things. Maybe we're paying money. Maybe we're just trading traffic. You know, you're promoting my webinar, I'm promoting yours. We're not exchanging money, but we're exchanging traffic. And so it can look like a number of different things, but the partner, it comes back to a JV is, is a partnership, a, a collaboration, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. So affiliate is more like the transaction while mm -hmm. a joint venture is really creating more value and other ways of trading traffic, money, I don't know, some rights, license, whatever, like it's a broader spectrum. Correct. And over time, it shows up in a huge way because strict straight affiliates, oftentimes, like they, as long as they're promoting you and they're making money and their numbers are working, they're happy to promote you. But as soon as something comes along that it makes them a bit more money, they kind of disappear. And so when you build a, when you build a partnership, a real strategic partnership, what happens is as you do that, now there's a connection between the two of you. And so somebody won't just abandon you before a promotion because somebody's going to pay them a few extra dollars, at least not very often. And yeah. you, you know, you've got something where you can do with that has longevity where it's like, I, I have partners I've worked for with six years for six years now. Right. And, you know, since getting into this industry, that makes a huge difference by, you know, if somebody calls me in the evening and says, Brady, I need some help. I need to get an email out. You know, if, if I've never met the person before, and they're a random person, I'm probably not even going to take the message. But if a friend calls and says, hey, I need help, I'm much more inclined to be able to support them. Yeah, so true. And you, I think you said that in our first episode that basically this is relationship capital that you are building. And this really pays a lot of dividend in your bank. And I personally think the best thing you can do is invest into yourself and into relationships because mm -hmm. that will, you know, if the person still is alive that will stay as capital and that will help you your business your personal growth um, whatever it is by you helping others so can you maybe give us an example or something inspirational that has happened to you in your career by forming these amazing relationships to inspire people more to take this seriously well i, th I think it's it's kind of it's around partnerships. So for me, one of the most inspirational things that occurred was, is, is, is not just one incident, but multiples where I don't even necessarily think about how that, about the impact that my relationships make. I, I invest in people, even if they, they consider themselves not investable, 
right? So I'll meet somebody and I'll spend some time with them, get to know them. And I'm, I am exploring, is this person a potential partner? Can we do some things together? But I, I treat each person the same. I don't, I might know somebody that has a list of a million people. I will spend equal amounts of time with that person as I will with somebody that has a list that, that doesn't have a list at all. And is just getting started, especially because I know that those people can grow and I get messages and I didn't, they didn't start landing for me until about a year ago, actually. So it's, it's, it, they were coming in for a long period of time, but it wasn't until somebody had reached out to me recently. Actually, there was one particular individual and he reached out to me and he sent me this beautiful message that, you know, Hey, I was in a really dark place. Uh, you know, my life was falling apart. I was considering just ending things because I felt like nobody would give me the time of day. Nobody's going to you know, help me with my business. I'm struggling. Nobody's hiring me. My clients are, are non-existent. Uh, they've all, and as I fall into this depression, things just got worse. And now like you sat down and you spent time with me and you introduced me to people. And, and I did, I took this one individual, I took him around and, and uh, I introduced him to a couple of people at this event. And he said, my life is completely different. Mm. It's completely switched. I went from being depressed and ready to end things to now. And it, this is an extreme example, it, like, but it was like, now things I, I'm, my business is booming. I have clients, uh, I have community, people are supporting me. And it's, it was a very, it wasn't even a long period of time. And so that was probably one of the, I, I've had a number of similar types, maybe not as like extreme polar as though, as that one, but those things I often forget because I'm just, because I'm so focused on the person in front of me. I oftentimes forget about the people that I've already talked to, not in a way of like, I'm never remembering them again, but they're just not present in my mind. But the ripples we make by individual connection with people, those carry on far beyond the, the time that we spend um, with them. Yeah, totally. What, what a beautiful story. And, and that's it. You are not, you don't need to do it alone, right? If you have a community that kind of inspires you that has the same values that things like you that has the same challenges with family, friends, uh, people that think you are better in a job than being an entrepreneur, then this is so, so valuable. And you brought us um, a gift. It's a collab the collaborate ebook where you guys really go down in, in details about joint ventures, affiliates, and so on. Tell us a little bit about it. So the book covers our philosophy on joint ventures. So how to do them, where to do them, where to find them, which ones are the best ones, and ultimately simplify the, or give a simple roadmap to actually go to go about how to do this, right? Uh, collaborates, the book is based on our signature event, Collaborate, which is a three-day virtual event that brings people together so they can actually put these these principles into practice. Yeah, I love that. And we're also going to put a link for the event because you're doing them on a regular base. So in case you're listening to the episode now, make sure you check out the next event dates and uh, give yourself the chance to dive in for three days. You will get so much done. You will have accountability. You will walk away with partners, right? If you show up. <laughs> yeah, so that's, what, that's the intention of the events. You, you, yeah. you walk in. You learn the things you need to about joint ventures. If you, you know, even if you didn't consume and read the book, you know, if you were like, okay, I've, I've absorbed this knowledge and the book just accelerates the process. Uh, and then you come to the events and yeah, you'll absolutely, you'll meet people. Even if you're starting from the very beginning, you'll be able to say, okay, well, here's what I do. 
Um, and this is what that, and you'll start to identify the type of person that's a good potential partner for you. And we help you figure those things out as part of the events. And that way, when you walk out, you do walk away with multiple partners, not just one. And typically people are walking with five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten long-term potential partners for themselves. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That, that were my next question. Like do, if I don't have a business yet, if I just have a business idea, is this the right place to be? And then how, how many partnerships will I be able to create if I show up a hundred percent? So that's. So, yeah. So if you don't have, if you don't have a business, uh, you know, it's, it's a little more difficult. However, I still, I still recommend people come to the events to grow because you'll, you'll get exposed to a ton of different ideas. There'll be things that you're like, somebody does that. Like there's a guy in the community that has a business teaching how to do poison ivy removal. You know, like there's, there's all kinds of different types of people that come to the table and, or come to the events. And so as, as they come in, you'll see different ideas and you can start investing in that relationship capital. now, you know, like most people forget, don't, or either forget, or they don't know that like you can make decisions in lots of things very quickly. You could say, "Oh, I want to buy this tool. I want to buy that thing. I'm gonna and I'm gonna hire this accountant." That's those things can happen relatively quickly. One thing you can't do fast is marketing. Almost no marketing can be done quickly, and relationships are a form of marketing. Like joint ventures are relational marketing, and so you need to build the connection first, and that takes time. And so if you start early, then you're building your network. That's how I got ahead. That's how that's how I built mine. I started to get to know people. And then when I got into this industry, it massively escalated how quickly I grew because I knew so many people when I first started. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I also think it can give you inspiration. Like when, when I started, like I had this idea and I just knew I wanted to do something and then going to events, starting to network really like fueled my brain. <laughs> and it, it was so beautiful to see like, oh, this person is already successful with a similar idea. So, you know, if I do it my way, <laughs> then this is supposed to work. So this, this was really nice to see. So awesome. Yeah, as I said, we're going to put obviously the, the book in the show notes and um, the event as well for people. So final words of inspiration for this episode. Get started. You know, it's like anything in life. If you stand, if you wait, nothing tends to happen. So it's, you need to take actions. Even if you don't decide to start a business, even if you don't decide to use strategic partnerships, you'll get connected to a community that can help support you with the other things. So it'll give you other ideas. They'll help you get clear on just by being there is going to help you be more clear on what you're doing. You know? So if you're like, I, I, I realize I don't want to use joint ventures. That's actually a good thing to know. It's a, it's a good investment of your time to find out. I don't want to do that. But then the people at the event will have access to the things that you do want to do. Right. So if you build those connections, then you'll be able to move forward with much more ease than if you try to do things on your own. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful words. Thank you so, so much for having been here. It was a pleasure. And I just love the beautiful work you do as I wholeheartedly believe that life is so much better with the right people and yeah, the inspiration and going your own path. Well, what an episode. I for sure had some really wonderful takeaways. Again, that you do not stop with the person in front of you makes so much sense for me. And, you know, I have been guilty sometimes of making kind of fast 
assumptions like, oh, we're not a match. And then because we're not a match, you just don't really move forward with this relationship. And this was such a beautiful reminder that Brady gave us in this episode. So I hope you enjoyed that as well. And you have also found other golden nuggets for you, for your business. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and episode 348. You will have the show notes right there with the transcript and also all the wonderful resources we talked about. Once you are at christineschlonsky.com and you feel like you really, really love some support with selling so you can sell with ease, transition into the sales conversation with grace and also close with confidence, then you might want to book a sales assessment where we take the time to really get clear and analyze your sales process, see where you might have some gaps that need to be closed, where you already have amazing strength that you can use even more, and you will walk away with a solid plan of how to do your sales. So check out the sales assessment and also sign up for the empowerment notes. That's empowerment right into your inbox where I share tips, advice, strategies, and anything amazing that comes my way with you to support you in your business. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.